ஹலோ அண்ட் வெல்கம் டு சங்கம் லிட் திஸ் இஸ் நந்தினி கார்கி அண்ட் இன் திஸ் எபிசோட் வி ரெலிஷ் ரெஃபரன்சஸ் டு மித் அண்ட் மியூசிக் ஆஸ் டெபிக்டெட் இன் சங்கம் லிட்ரரி ஒர்க் நட்ரினை டூ ஃபார்ட்டி ஃபோர் பென் பை கூற்றங் குமரனார் செட் இன் த மவுண்டன் கண்ட்ரி ஆஃப் குறிஞ்சி த வேர்ல் ஸ்பீக்ஸ் இன் த வாய்ஸ் ஆஃப் த லேடி டு ஹர் கான்ஃபிடான்ட் சட்லி எக்ஸ்பிரெஸிங் ஹர் அப்ரூவல் ஃபார் த கான்ஃபிடான்ஸ் இன்டென்ட் டு ரிவீல் த லேடிஸ் ஹார்ட் டு ஹர் மதர் விழுந்த மாறி பெருந்தன் சாரல் கூதிர் கூதளத்து அலறினாரும் மாதர் வண்டின் நயவரும் தீங்குரல் மனம்னாறு சிலம்பின் அசுனம் ஓர்க்கும் உயர்மலை நாடற்கு உரைத்தல் ஒன்றோ துயர் மருங்கு அறியா அன்னைக்கு இந்நோய் தனியும் ஆறு இது என உரைத்தல் ஒன்றோ செய்யாய் ஆதலின் கொடியை தோழி மணிகளு நெடுவரை அணிபெற நிவந்த செயலை அம் தளிர் அன்ன என் மதனில் மாமை பசலையும் கண்டே The verse opens with the moisture of rains that have poured in Vilindha Mari. The location of the downpour is then identified as Perundan Saral, meaning huge cool mountain slopes. The season has changed and the flowers are sure to give some indication. As expected, we glimpse at Kudir Kudalatthu Alari, meaning flower of the cold seasonal nightshade. Kudir, referenced here, is one of the six seasons in ancient Tamil land and this pertains to the cold season that follows the rains. If flowers are blooming, can bees be far behind? Behold, and hear the notes of the Madar Vandin Nayavarum Tingural, meaning the enchanting sweet voice of the exquisite bees. From this scene, brimming with reality, we are exposed to something we've never seen, the Asunam, which is said to be a mythological creature. More about this in a short while. As if all the life witnessed this far does not suffice, we also get to see the Sayale or Indian Mastwood tree, popularly referred to as the Ashoka tree. Ending with Pasalayum Kande, which means seeing the affliction of pining, the verse invites us to investigate. The man and lady had been in a love relationship and the man seemed to be intent only on trysting with the lady. As he is not taking steps towards formalizing their union, the lady suffers in anguish. The lady's mother is worried about the changes on the lady's form. Seeing these developments, the confidant decides that the only course of action is to reveal the lady's relationship with the man to the lady's mother. Realizing that this is the intent of the confidant, the lady says to her, In the mountain slopes, cooled under the pouring rains, the kudalam flower that blooms in the cold season lures alluring bees with its fragrance. As these bees buzz around the flower, hearing this desirable sweet voice, the asunam listens intently in that fragrant mountain slope. Such is the high-lying domain of the Lord. You do not take it upon you to speak to Him. Neither do you go to Mother, who knows not the true reason for my suffering, and say, This is the only way that her affliction will cease. My beauty is akin to the leaf of a mastwood tree that decorates the sapphire-hued mountain ranges. You see the disease of pining spread all over my beautiful form, and yet you do nothing. You are heartless indeed, O oh friend. With these words, the lady indirectly agrees with the confidant's conclusion that it was time to convey the true state of affairs to the lady's kith and kin. 
Why can't the lady simply say yes go ahead to her friend or better still directly talk to her parents or the man? Such questions arise in us on the foundation of the freedom of expression we have today. Let's look at this verse deeply from the socio-cultural reality of those times. The lady starts her conversation with the confidant by describing the mountain country of the Lord and within this description she plants a metaphorical scene. The rains have poured and cooled the mountains. The Kudalam flower responds to this cue of nature and blooms in full glory. The bees in turn are attracted by the fragrance of these flowers and express their joy with humming as they buzz around the blooms. The lady says, hearing the sound made by the bees, the asunam listens intently. A moment's pause to explore what this asunam is. Turns out that no one has discovered any living creature that matches this ancient reference. In Sangam poetry, the asunam is a creature that is mesmerized by sweet music and also curiously one that falls dead when exposed to harsh sounds. Maybe such a creature existed 2000 years ago or it could be a figment of human imagination like the unicorn and the phoenix. Returning to the poem, we see the asunam pausing because it mistakes the humming of the bees as the music of the harp. This mistaken assumption is the central element in this metaphor that the lady uses to reveal how her mother has mistaken the affliction of pining in her as caused by the ire of god Murugu and thus has started ritual preparations to appease the said god. At this time, with false anger, the lady declares to the confidant that neither is the confidant talking to the man about this nor revealing to mother the true reason for the lady's suffering. This indirect approval is because custom forbade the lady to directly express her conviction to the man, to her parents, why even to her confidant. So, in this hidden way, she expresses that the confidant is doing the right thing in revealing the lady's true state to the man and the mother. This will ensure a conducive atmosphere at home when the man arrives with this proposal for marriage. Such social customs are so far away that they seem almost mythical to us. As we mull over how life has changed, let's not forget to acknowledge how some things remain the same as reflected by the poignant portrait of a creature standing mesmerized by the power of music. Thanks for listening to this episode of Sangam Lit and journeying with me to ancient lands and minds. Please rate and review Sangam Lit on your favorite podcast app and do visit nandinikarki.com to share your thoughts. Until next time, Nandri Vanakam.